is up everybody welcome back into another episode of the veteran dad podcast i'm your host nathan berry and uh so i didn't really plan on recording an episode tonight um i know i needed to get one out but i was going to uh you know take some time and put some thought in it and uh be a little more intentional about kind of planning it out but uh you know, I've had a lot on my brain lately uh, with some stuff, and uh, so I thought I wanted to hop on and share it. So I had a conversation with my dad uh, into last week. Um, it was initially going to be a podcast. Um, I was recording because uh, I'd had my stepdad on the previous episode. So, you know, I was going to give him the opportunity to come on and, uh, you know, tell his story. I thought it was only fair. And, um, you know, we started talking and, uh, you know, a lot of things came out. It was, I don't know, it was kind of all over the place. Um, and I, I'm not someone that really wants to edit my podcast too much. Um, but without establishing kind of like the backstory and other things like that, I just, I, I, I didn't feel it right to, uh, to publish it right now. So we're going to revisit it. Um, uh, probably here in the next week, uh, try to set something up and get together and, uh, you know, add a little bit more to it. Um, you know, the backstory of it all so that it kind of flows a little bit better. Um, and, uh, and allows everyone who, who doesn't know the story, uh, to connect a little bit more and understand, uh, you know, all perspectives. So, but, um, that's not really what I want to talk about really as we were having our conversation, you know, um, there was a lot of just, I just don't feel like there was a lot um, of acceptance, not really acceptance, um, yeah, really like an acceptance that there was any wrongdoing, like it was just, uh, this is how I am, this is why it is, no, uh, no anything, like, uh, you know, I'm there was a sorry. There was like I'm sorry, but then it was always you know followed by a but, right? And so when you get an apology, and it's followed by a but, this, this, that, or the third, it's uh, you know it doesn't really. I don't think it really. Uh, at that point, it's not really, you know, from the heart. It's not really. It's not really meant. They still don't accept responsibility for their actions. So. You know, as I've talked about in previous episodes, you know, I haven't always been um, the best father, the most present father with my biological children. So I have two kids from my first marriage. For those, this is your first time listening to the show. Um, Kylie and Corbin. Kylie's 18. Uh, Corbin's 14. And um, um, when their mother and I split, it was 2008. So Corbin was one. And, um, 
as soon as we split up, um, she decided she was going to relocate to Ohio. So uh, when she did that, you know, I was currently stationed in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I was on recruiting detail, but, you know, it just so happens that's where I was from. Um, so when she relocated, um, we decided on child support and all that stuff. But um, and, I, and, I, and the initial stages, you know, I tried to make an effort, a little bit more effort to get up and, um, you know, make it a priority to go see them and things like that. But, um, you know, over the years, um, you know, not, not every time it it was, you know, me, but a lot of, there was a lot of times when I, when I had time that I've could have dedicated, um, you know, or had the money to drive, you know, from when I was stationed at Fort Campbell, uh, from Kentucky to Columbus, Ohio, where they're, where they're living at, you know, there was times when I've could have, I could have done that. Right. And, um, I really feel like I dropped the ball there. I, uh, I didn't live up to my responsibility as a parent. Uh, I wasn't always there for them when they needed me. Um, and it really hit home when I was talking to my dad, because that was one of the major complaints that, you know, I have, I think my brother and my sister both have, um, you know, he was, he was not there a lot of the time he was gone. Um, when my mom and him split, he stayed in Pensacola. She moved to Jacksonville, Florida. And, um, there was that separation always. It's only seven hours, but, um, you know, it, it was so much that it wasn't, it wasn't easily traveled. And, uh, as we got older, we just stopped going over to Pensacola. Me personally, cause I hate the area. I hate it. It's, it's, uh, it probably just needs to be erased. Uh, I'm just not a fan at all, but, uh, you know, that's just my own personal bias, but Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, it's um, it, it really hit home when we were talking because that, that that's a major complaint that I had, and then I let myself be the same way. So I found that through my conversation with my dad, I, I really was a lot more like him than I wanted to believe. You know, I spent so much time resenting him for doing that, and yet I did it to my children. Um and it really affected me. Um, and I, I actually, before I even talked to my dad, I had, I'd reached out to my ex-wife via text message and I was like, Hey, can you, you know, I know I don't have many kids, pictures of the kids. Um, when I was deployed to Afghanistan, my uh, storage unit was broken into. So uh, a lot of my, uh, pictures and everything that I had of the kids were all stolen. And then, um, I've changed phones a bunch of times. So, uh, I really had zero pictures of the kids. I had a couple, um, and I just wanted more. And she started sending me pictures. And about the second day of just my my inbox just filling up uh, and me just looking through these pictures, like I, I had to tell her to stop. Like I felt so bad. Like I felt this immense sadness and just uh, like ha- like hate to myself for missing out on so much, you know? Um, when I play the memories back in my mind, it's like, I feel like I, I, I feel like I was there more. But then when these pictures started rolling in 
And it was just one after the other, after the other, after the other. And I wasn't in any of them. I didn't remember any of them. I felt so bad. This huge sense of regret for 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 what I missed out on. And, and I just felt so bad for, for Kylie and Corbin. I just felt like how abandoned they must have felt. And here I am, like, I have this podcast where, you know, I'm talking about being a dad and it just hit me that I just really wasn't that good of one to them. Um, you know, and, uh, they're a little bit older now. Um, well, Kylie's, like I said, she's 18, Corbin's 14. So, you know, they're a lot older now. And, uh, you know, I don't, for those that haven't listened, uh, you know, a few months ago, I guess back in, uh, not October, would have been August-ish, September, maybe, uh, I went up there and, and saw them, and um, Kylie was really mad, and uh, she actually, um, you know, came at me with... Uh, you know, some, some ill words, you know, just, she really, she basically cussed me out, honestly. I, I, you know, if I'm, if I'm honest about it and, um, it took me off guard. It really did. It, I was, I was caught off guard. I wasn't, I knew she, I knew she had resentment and anger against me, but I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't, I never in a million years thought that it was to that point that she felt that much disdain towards me. And, um, you know, it it was kind of funny the way it happened because she was, you know, she was texting me, and I was like, you know what, I'm here, you know, I'm 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 at the house, you know, come over and and, and talk to me to my face, and uh, damn it, if she didn't, I mean, she <laughs> she was there in about ten minutes. It took her to get there, and uh, I stepped out on the porch, and she let me have it. She really did, and. Um, and it was weird because in that moment I was in shock. I was, I didn't know. I had so many emotions going through me at, at one time. It was, it was so odd because it was like, I just, I kind of thought to myself like, where is this coming from? And then what should I do? Because had I had done that, to my dad, uh, I'd have been laid out. Like I, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be standing to finish what I was saying. But I didn't do that. Um, I let her finish. I let her finish what she was saying, you know, and and I, I told her that, you know, I was sorry and that. I wish I would have been better. And she left and we didn't really talk much for the rest of that trip. Um, but then I came back. And uh, when I came back, things were a little bit better. But I, there was still a lot of like, there was still a lot of tension there. You could feel it. Um, 
she still was she wasn't back to being daddy's girl for sure. And uh, you know, she's still not daddy's girl now, but things are getting better. Um, you know, so and then after that I went back again and things got a little bit better. And um so I just got back from there. I I, I was there this weekend. And uh for once I was able to take them out to dinner and it was just us us three and um after dinner we had a little bit of time where we were waiting for uh Kylie's boyfriend to come and pick up pick her up and we were sitting in the car and I just had this huge urge just to to just speak from my heart so I did you know I, I laid it out there I apologize for every shortcoming that I had. I I let them know exactly, you know, how I felt, the reasons why I felt it, and just how sorry I was and how much I loved them and how proud I was of Kylie for what she did. I can't even begin to understand the amount of courage that that little girl had to have at that moment to tell me the things that she told me, regardless of, 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 of how she told me, right? It doesn't matter. Like that's, to me, it's irrelevant. Um, I may not like, you know, how she did it, but how much courage it took for her to do that. I mean, I'm not a little, I'm not a little dude. Like I'm, I'm six foot four, you know, I'm like two thirty. And, um, you know, she's maybe, maybe a buck of five. I, I don't know. Um, and I just, I, I just saw her grow so much in that moment and just, I, I was just so proud of her. And I just let her know just how proud of her I were, I was at that time and just how proud of how, how much they've grown and how well they've done and how, you know, all, you know, the decisions that they've made and, you know, of course, you know, they're kids and they, you know, they've made poor decisions and we all did, but, and for the most part, they're really great kids. Um, they really are. Kylie is super smart. Corbin's super smart. They're both, they're going to do great things in this life. And, um, I'm super proud of the both of them. And, uh, you know, I felt a lot of healing um, that night, and uh, you know, she was uh, she talked to me, and she was like, you know, she was like, you may have missed a lot back then, but you're here now, and you keep coming back, and you keep showing that you are different now, and that you want to be better and you want to be in our lives and you want to be part of things. And she said, and this broke my heart. She was like, you know, at one point I never imagined myself wanting you around me anymore. I didn't want you at my wedding one day, but now I can't see me ever being without you in my life again. I want you to be part of all those things. And, um, 
you know, it, it it's just crazy about just just accepting responsibility for 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 your shortcomings, right? And 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 being real and being true and being forthcoming and candid and admitting that you were wrong. And apologizing. And it being like a real heartfelt apology, like how much it can heal. Because everybody messes up. Everybody does. We all fuck up. There's no way around it. I mean, you're going to mess up, so you might as well go ahead and count on it. But what we can't do is allow that to continue to fester and continue to grow and deepen and allow that resentment to deepen and harden the heart, right? Um, Because your kids love you. Your kids love you and and they want you in their lives. They do. So regardless of what you've done, regardless of what I did, regardless of what any of us have done previously, we can change tomorrow. Shit, you can change right now. You know, if you're hearing this and, and, and you know, you've, you've messed up, pick up the phone. Make a phone call. If they're not talking to you, send a text. I mean, the text isn't the best thing to do, but hell, you got to start somewhere. So, you know, take the first step. Make that spark to start the fire and just let it grow. And just be consistent. Just let them know, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I want you in my life. I'm, You know, I want to do this. I want to be deliberate in your life, and I want to make time for you. You deserve it. Um, and they'll understand. And, you know, hopefully they'll, you know, they'll come around and they'll, they'll understand that you are being heartfelt and you're being, you know, real in your apology. And, um, you know, things will have a happy ending. But if they don't, it's okay. Because at that point, you've done all that you can do. You can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to understand your perspective. You can't force someone to see things the way you see them. So all you can do is apologize, be real, be honest, be open. And let yourself be vulnerable and then put it out there and hopefully they respond. I sure am glad I did. Um, and I'm super excited about the future and what it holds. And and I, and I want to bring, you know, I want my kids back in my life. I really do. Um, and... Uh, so I'm super happy about it, but I don't know. I just felt led to talk to talk about that tonight and uh, just let you know that, you know, if you messed up, it's okay. It's all right. We all do it. Everybody does it. There's no manual on this stuff. I believe I said that in another episode. Like there's no, there's no manual on what this is supposed to look like. We go into fatherhood totally unprepared. 
It's 100% on the job, do it, trial and error, and that's how that's how we get it right. So just keep it up. You know, keep being there, keep pushing forward, keep driving on, and reach out if you need some. Reach out to your battles, man. Reach out to one another. But, uh, you know, that's all I got for this episode. But as always, you know, I want to challenge each and every one of you that if you're struggling with uh, mental health, with mental illness, if you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with PTSD, if you're struggling with thoughts of suicide, please, please, please reach out. Reach out to your mental health professional. Call 911. Reach out to your family, friends, battle buddy. Veterans organizations, there's tons of veterans organizations and resources out there that are here to help you through every situation. You have no idea. Um, I'm going to start linking some veteran organizations starting next podcast in the description. So if you need someone to reach out to, it'll be there for you. It'll be a resource uh, and you can reach out for them uh, to them uh, for assistance if you need it. Um, you know, I love each and every one of you. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. And, uh, you know, share us, recommend us to other people so they can get on board and we can build a community of dads helping each other out, giving each other advice and just being there for one another. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, look out for your battle buddies. Later. Can't miss, ain't giving me a kiss